We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Principal PLN podcast, episode number 77. Um, I missed 76 when you guys recorded that, Teresa, but I enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> Thank you. It was a fun one. It's, you know, we haven't seen Spike in, well, we haven't podcasted with Spike in so long, or at least I haven't, that uh, it was it was really nice to catch up. So what have you been up to since then? Uh, just organizing stuff and and doing some writing. I'm doing some writing for the, um, the Big Deal Book of Technology. I'm... Oh. Uh, I did. I worked with their last, their last book in the spring, and I did their mobile, the mobile apps and social media part. And so I'm doing that and the professional development part for their fall book. So that's taken quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of time over the summer, which is nice because it at least it doesn't fall during the school year. But um, that, and then I've been uh, getting ready for NAESP and. Um, in the innovations lab there, and then at Camp Leader, I've been working with Joe Mazza to try to keep the locations organized and make sure everybody has what they need. So that's been getting kind of crazy because it's you know ten well yeah about ten days away now. 
Oh my goodness. Now, have you also been planning the tailgating party for NAESP or is Spike <laughs> the one completely taking charge of that? I think that's what Spike. <laughs> He's going to have the car, so we're going to have to. I was <laughs> laughing. Oh, I wish I could go to NAESP. Um, I actually am embarrassed to say I've never been to NAESP. I only went last year. It was a, I mean, it was a good conference. I spent most of last year in the innovations lab and then we presented one session, but um, it's a, I mean, it's a great conference. And this year it's in National Harbor, Maryland, right outside mm -hmm. of DC. And then next year, I think it's going to be, oh, I feel like it's in a really cool place next year, Seattle. I can't, yeah, I can't say something. that with any sort of, something's in Seattle next year, but I don't know, yeah. maybe it's ISTE, I don't know, something cool is in Seattle next year. Very cool. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great conference, if you can make it out, I'm actually, I'm rooming with um, Kathy Melton okay. from Chicago, which will be super fun, and then Jessica oh, Cabin is going to be there, so I get to meet oh. her in person, I'm very excited yeah. about that. She's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. She was, she and I were going to go run every morning, I was hoping that I was going to be up to some sort of running by that she's point, um, but... she's getting an award there at NAESP. Is she really? She's getting the um, oh, it's like the Digital Leadership Award for primary principals or what? something like that. There's like five people who are getting it, and she is one of them. Oh, oh, she, she's so humble. She won't even tell you that. No, she and I have been having this conversation. I'm gonna send her a text box right now. You know what I'll do? Maybe since we're mentioning her, is I'll find the link of her video that was um, submitted um, in for her for this um, whatever to get the award. Um, and it's a great video that shows all of the ways that they are using technology and in her school and it's a kindergarten center um, and so oh, yes. you know often you know when there's technology oftentimes the primary teachers will think like oh well we don't need that right you know? but they are doing some really cool things with iPads in their kindergarten center there I'm so, so I'm excited gonna, for her I'll, I'll find that and put that in the notes here oh how exciting I just sent her a box uh, yeah obviously but oh that's fantastic good for her yeah oh that's exciting so I, um, I feel like I finally finished last year, even though yeah. right now it's July 2nd. Um, I finally finished like all of my stuff that had to happen for the end of the year. And the funny thing is when I'm in the office now and like I don't have like that crazy schedule of the school year, I'm so like, eh, maybe later. <laughs> eh. Oh, I'll do this right now. Oh, let me look at, let me, I should clean that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. You know, if you give a principal an office with all kinds of time. Um, but I, so we had one podcast where I said I had no hiring to do. Yes. Okay. Lesson learned. Don't oh, ever no. say that. Don't oh. ever say you have no hiring to do. Oh, no. Because um, I've had four resignations. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh. some I had an idea of, like, you know, they were looking to move. Um, but now, um, part of it too is that our budget is not the greatest, and I had to, um, I guess I would just say, for lack of better terms, beg to not lay anybody off. Um, oh, and thank yeah. goodness I didn't, because I, you know, would have lost some be great. Um, but now we're not replacing all four of the positions, so oh, we're my. for two. 
gosh. So, um, that's what happened to me last year. That's so tough. Yes. And so that means that, you know, some class, some uh, two grades are going down in classes. Mm -hmm. They're going up in class size. And so I was, you know, thinking through like, okay, everybody's going to be ticked about this. So how can I, like, should I send everybody an email? What should I do? I spent one morning, two hours and just called as many teachers as I could. Like, this isn't affecting you, but I just wanted to let you know. And, you know, here's what's idea. happening. And, you know, just trying to be proactive because we've talked about this before. The one thing that, at least in my building, that I'm always, um, um, I guess, not accused of. I can't think of a better word right now because I haven't had enough coffee. But one thing, you know, the feedback is that, you know, I need better communication. Right. Um, so it's like I can communicate it in a million different ways, but then it's people still aren't happy. So... I don't know. I hope that helped. But I'm sure from my first phone call to my last phone call, I'm sure there were like text messages flying and they oh, already sure. actually knew by the time I called. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh. that's a that's a tough and, and it's true. You want them to hear it from you, but mm -hmm. unless you have a meeting where they're all in one place at the same time, I don't yeah. think there's any way to guarantee that no. you're the person. And it's summer, they're gone. I'm not calling them in for a meeting. Right, right. <laughs> well that's that's it too. Is, and plus, I mean, how scary is that if you plan a meeting? I was thinking about that last year. You know, you plan a meeting for a week out, and mm -hmm. then there's just rumors swirling about yes. what it's about yeah. and what's happening. And uh, Yeah. So we have a podcast out there that's not in yet, but it was another Voxer podcast where we were talking about what do principals do in the summer and what, like, the actual to-do list, but then also what do we do for our own learning um, so that podcast will eventually come when Teresa works for Voxer Magic. I, I have no idea what it is that you do, Teresa. You're like a magician. <laughs> and then, um, but we want to talk about today just about EdCamp Leader because that's coming up on Monday, July 11th. Yes. In most places, it's July 11th. There um, are a couple yeah. of spots that the dates are moved um, because of conflicts with other camps. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. But July 11th is is the date. And so if you don't know if there's one in your area, we'll have like the main link to um, the tickets. When, once you go and log in and purchase your, when you go to purchase your ticket, it will. It gives you two dates. There's a July 11th date and a July 13th date. And the 13th, I think, right now is just for Michigan. Mm -hmm. But um, you just click on your date. So everybody else is July 11th. And then, and if you click July 11th and you click under Michigan too, it's fine. It'll tell you that it's the 13th. But mm -hmm. um, you you find your state and location there. There are some states that have multiple locations. Um, Florida has a North and South Florida. There are some states that have an East and West location. But um, check it out. It's definitely something you're not going to want to miss. Yeah. And if you're just listening to this in your car, really easy. Go to edcamp.org, not while you're driving. And then you can scroll down to the upcoming events, and then that'll take you to EdCamp Leadership. And Teresa said buy a ticket. You do, It's free. Yes. Um, yes. And I'm going to be honest. I've attended EdCamps without registering. Yeah, I'm sure it's totally data? possible. There are some places like we have, I know, and I can only speak to Michigan for the most part, um, but I do know being in the back end of the ticket leap, um, there are some places that do have maxes because of seating. Okay. Like the place that we found there's only 160, there's only space for 160 and some places that does happen. So your best bet 
just in case they do sell a sell out, but in case mm -hmm. they, all the reserve tickets are taken is to register. It's free. It takes about 30 seconds on the site. Um, just do it so that, and plus then the organizers know um, how many people to expect. But again, I'm of the mindset of Spike. Just go tailgate if they're all sold out. You'll <laughs> right. still get a lot out of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, absolutely. So we we finally met in person for the first time at Ed Camp Leader last year in Chicago. Yeah, which was super awesome. And I just pulled up the um, oh something from last year on that. It has our picture from our location that we were at. You took the selfie or the groupie. Oh, right, right. So I'm going to put that in the show notes or in the, yeah, on the, on, with yeah. the post on this just because that looks really cool. We met so many um, awesome yeah. principals from everywhere there. Um, and I'm trying awesome. to think back even, so let's, let's start with the basics. If somebody has not been to an ed camp, which um, it's hard to think of that, but there are people who haven't been to an ed camp. Um, let, let's try and explain that first of all. What all is right. an ed camp? So an ed camp is an unconference, which means you go in and uh, there are no sessions planned. There are usually three or four rooms that are set aside and three or four different time frames. And then there's lunch and usually there's some sort of a, a simple breakfast, you know, bagels and coffee and things. And everybody comes into the same place at the beginning of the day, into the cafeteria, the library, or wherever the opening is held. And the organizers will go through a quick presentation about what an ed camp is so that if there is anybody who hasn't been to one, they'll understand what happens. And then a Google Doc will open and people who want to talk to other people about a topic, we'll plug that topic in to one of the rooms during one of the times. And then once all the topics are full, that's the schedule for the day. And you go into each room. And of course, you know, the topics are, are put in there, but the conversations will take it a different way, most always. Um, and not necessarily off topic, but it may not be exactly the niche you were thinking it would be. So the thing with EdCamp is if the session is not for you, you let your feet do the talking, you just get up and leave and go to a different session. There's nothing, um, there's nothing, no hard feelings about that. There's there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's encouraged because the whole point of an EdCamp is to get what you are looking for and to contribute, you know, where you can. So if you're in a session for an hour out of four, that is just something that you're not into, it just makes the most sense for you to leave and go somewhere, find a, find a session that, that you are interested in or that you can contribute to. I just love about ed camps how you can make it be whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe the sessions that are up there aren't of interest to you, but you're chatting at lunch about, you know, some, something completely different, and you guys just decide, hey, let's make that a session and keep talking about that <laughs> yeah. and continue the discussion on. Um, you just, you really make it what you want. It's not any sit and get, it's not any, you know, pre-planned presentations. Um, I just, I get so much out of an ed camp every time I go. I think it was really neat the way that, and, and I guess it, it's kind of like that this year too, because ed camp leader follows NAESP by about a week. Um, I think we, we start NAESP on Tuesday and then Ed camp leader is the following Monday and it's neat because the things that you're that you're talking about for the people who are going to NAESP 
will continue. And especially for us, because there were so many fewer locations last year, I think there were 11 or 12 locations for EdCamp Leader. So, you know, most of the Midwest converged upon Chicago. And so, you know, you were there from Wisconsin. I was there. Melinda Miller came up. Ted Nesloni was there. You know, there were people from Chicago. Brad Gustafson came in. A bunch of us from Michigan went over. And so it was a, um, you know, it was a kind of a smaller, a, still a regional group. Mm-hmm. But that was really neat, I thought, because it kind of continued the conversations from the rest of the conferences that we had been to over the summer. Well, and people that we continue to have conversations with on Twitter and on Boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it really felt like more of a family reunion um, or with your favorite family members, right. not like the whole family. <laughs> yep, I did just say that. <laughs> it, it was neat, though. It was like that, you know, we got there and and we had gotten to Chicago. I think Ed Camp Leader was a Monday last year, too. And mm-hmm. we drove in on Sunday. Um, I remember there being horrible construction in Michigan. So I think I got I think I got to Ed Camp Leader like three hours behind everybody else. But it was right about the time that we were getting ready to have dinner. And I remember, and I, people who know me know that I have horrible, horrible social anxiety. And so the Jess was like, we're all at the restaurant, you know, just meet me here. And all I could think was just save me a seat by you and I will be okay. Just save me a seat. I've never met Jess in person, but I know what she looks like and I know who she is. And we talk all the time. And I walked into this restaurant and there was a table of what? 30, oh, yeah. 30, 32 oh, people. It was outrageous. Yes, they were a ton. They were like, I remember seeing this table and, yes, and my blood pressure just went through the roof. Yeah, so did all the waitresses. You weren't alone on that. <laughs> I saw Jess and I ran over there and I found my seat. And I, then I, you know, I, I started calming down because I saw people I knew, you know, people, you know, I had never met. Joe Sanfilippo in person. I hadn't met Tony Sananis in person, you know, Mm -hmm. but we talk all the time. So it was nice to finally, you know, have those face-to-face introductions. But it was, it was, it was like a a big old reunion, you know, you you just walk in and it's like everybody's at Thanksgiving dinner and you're like, hey, Norm, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It was awesome. It was a good, good, good time. But so, you know, I don't know if that kind of stuff is happening before some of the ed camps this year. It probably a little bit different given that most of the ed camps are happening within a single state. I think we have 40 states. Um, and there are there's one in Chile and one in Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I want to go to Chile. I know, right? Darn. Oh, yeah. So there Darn. are there are some, you know, some happening in remote locations. But for the most part, we've got, you know, about 40. One in Alaska. Jothro is putting on okay. an ed camp in Alaska. And... Um, and so, you know, I don't know if there's going to be that kind of a huge meetup again, but hopefully it'll, it'll, you mm-hmm. know, cement some relationships and, and get some more face to face. And that's, I really enjoy that too, because it's, we don't get that face to face very often, especially people who work in independent schools. You know, if you're not in a district, I know when I was teaching in a district and I was doing my administrative internship, I got to go to the principal's meetings. And so, you know, there was like once every other, I think it was every other week all of the elementary principals got together. So you've got, you know, a small PLN of your own, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, we have them in our archdiocese, but our, our meetings are, are like sit and get, mm-hmm. you know, they're not conversational. So we see the people when we walk in and we talk like during the break, but there's not that collaboration. 
-hmm. And that's what I really love about EdCamp is you can, and you know, if it, it's, it's a thing where, you know, you're in the session and it's not, nobody's got a PowerPoint. They're not walking through checklist items. So if there's a, somebody's talking about something, you can interject an anecdote or a question or, you know, take it a different way because that's, that's what the whole session is about is just everybody getting what they need to get out of it. And in terms of networking, I love expanding my network and I might not become like really close to somebody or have a deep conversation with them, but I remember, might remember like, Oh, that principal talked about, you know, implementing this or this issue in their school. And I might remember that down the road and think, oh, Ooh, I want to contact them on Twitter and find out more about that. Now that that is becoming something that I need in my building. Yes, absolutely. That's the, I, I absolutely love that. I, I connected with so many people at EdCamp last year that I <clears throat> wouldn't even know. Sorry, that was for my dog. That I wouldn't even know that I needed to, you know, and, and it, you know, people that, that you you worked with on Twitter or you talked to, but then you meet them and you go, oh my goodness. Like I remember Jeff Herb, um, you know, I followed him on Twitter and he and I, you know, we podcasted when we were doing, not podcasted together, but he was with, um, you know, the, the with Jeff Bradbury's group. And so, you know, I knew him through there, but never really um, had a conversation. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, he ended up being a huge, huge help last summer for me. And it was, you know, it was just great to find new, new ideas and new, um, new ways of seeing things, you know? So question for you, yes. as you're going into an ed camp, do you already have an idea in your mind of what kind of sessions you want to attend or no. want to lead? No. And in fact, I don't. Ed camps are ones that I kind of prefer to attend mm -hmm. as opposed to lead. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't mind facilitating a session or two, but like usually I'll jump in on the podcasting one or if there isn't one, I'll start one because I feel like it's such a great tool, not only for professional development, but for student voice. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, if there's not one, I'll usually start one of those, mm -hmm. but I, I really love to go in because I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of in a bubble because I'm not in a district per se. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I only can see what's going on via Twitter. And I really like to go to ed camps and hear what other people are doing mm -hmm. because it's, it's things that I don't, I don't hear about them, you know, except through ways like that. So I, I really prefer to sit down and just, and keep a totally open mind until all the sessions are up on the board. And then I start grabbing stuff and go, Oh, that looks really cool. Or, yeah. Oh yeah. I need to learn more about that. Or, you know, yeah. I've always had a question about how people do this. So I can't wait to get in here and have that conversation. Okay. Yeah. What about I'm you? Pretty much, yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. I mean, I'll go in thinking like, ooh, last year I was really wanting to hear on um, like leading your school in, in writing. Um, oh, okay. Writer's workshop. And I can't remember. There was one other one that I went last year, like hoping that somebody would lead. Um, <laughs> Uh, but otherwise I'm just kind of like, Oh, let's just, you know, see what there is here. Yes. Yeah, and I'm not one to jump on leading something unless, you know, we're, I'm having a conversation with somebody and they want to know more about that. Then right. I've led one. Um, I'm not as comfortable leading one, I guess I would say, but we did, um, 
put one together last year that stemmed from a conversation at NAESP and then a oh, boxer yeah. group was created about it. Do you remember that? Yes, so, women in leadership. Yeah, so we had been just kind of having conversations about, you know, with a group of us and it kind of came into the struggles of, you know, the differences between how women are perceived as leaders and how and men are perceived Jimmy as leaders. And then Jimmy Cassas joined us. And then Jimmy joined us. A big old group of women. <laughs> Tony Sinanis joined us. And then it, like, there were probably five or six men. And But I'm telling you what, it was really. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. And you know what's funny about that is we, you know, we had had this conversation and I don't, I don't have an issue saying this out loud, is that I struggle with having the, you know, the women in leadership conversation because I don't ever want it to sound like you know, like, oh, poor us, or, yeah. you know, they don't know how easy they have it or anything like that, because it's not what it's about. You know, it's not about, about talking about the difficulties. It's about trying to figure out ways other people are doing it mm -hmm. and doing it well. And so Ben Gilpin and I are working for McCall, our um, Michigan Association of Computer Users and Learning, where we are on the leadership group of the special interest group for administrators. And we were talking about trying to contact people to set up um, presentations at McCall next year to kind of like suggested admin strand leadership things. Mm -hmm. And Ben had said, you know, why don't you guys think about doing that there? You know, why don't you get a couple, a couple of the women that, that, you know, we had at that session and do one of those at McCall. He's like that. It was really powerful, and it was. It was. Um, it was not. I was afraid when we put it up there because I didn't want it to turn into a man bashing session. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because yeah. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. you just don't know when you. And that's the thing with an ed camp too is you put a topic in. It's so open ended about how it could go because everybody is steering the conversation, and so that was one of those. And I don't like conflict. I don't like. I and I was. I was scared to go into that room about how that conversation was going to go, but it was so powerful to hear from the men and from the women mm -hmm. about, you know, what, what the differences are and how we can work with each other because it, it is different as much as we hate, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, it's, di it's different. There is a difference and it's nice to hear, you know, from both sides and to say how, you know, how can we work together to make this not, not as difficult. It was, I really, really enjoyed that. But that came from a conversation that we were having offline, you know, and a whole bunch of us ended up being there and we were like, hey, let's get some more thoughts on this. And that's a great thing about EdCamp. Yes. Um, and if you're not able to go to EdCamp, you can certainly find out all the learning going on that day on Twitter. The mm -hmm. hashtag is EdCampLDR for EdCamp Leader. Um, yes, and a lot of the a lot of the leader, um, a lot of the leader ed camps have a Twitter handle, so mm -hmm. I'm sure that they will be. And if you go to the ed camp page and you go into the registration area, even if you don't get a ticket per se, register for a ticket, it will still show you the Twitter handle of your state, or you can even just search it on Twitter. It's it's usually ed camp LDR with the two the two letter abbreviation of the state. So ours is EdCamp LDRMI. And I'm sure someone will be tweeting from that handle that day. Good reminder because I didn't start following our our state's EdCamp um, <laughs> account. Whoops. 
Sorry, it's early still. We still have See, like good 10 thing days. we're podcasting about this. That's right. All right. Yeah, if, if you have the ability to get to the one in your state or if you're traveling and you have the ability to get to one where you're going, I know that happened a couple times last year. I feel like people were traveling and they went to, like, for example, Todd and Leah Whitford are coming to Michigan for Nerd Camp, which is July 11th and 12th in Michigan. And so we made our ed camp on the 13th. And so they're just staying for our ed, our ed camp leader, which is exciting. And I think, you know, that's something to look at too, because July is a time of travel. So if that's something, you know, you can spare four hours in your day, it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up so we make sure to get this out so people hear this before ed camp. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but if you have any, you know, comments to add um, in the blog post of, you know, where you're going for ed camp and, what you love about EdCamp, that would be awesome. Go ahead and do that. Yeah, share it on Twitter if you're there or on Facebook. Uh, share the links and try to get as many people as you can to, to be there because the more people that are at an EdCamp, the better it is. Yeah, bring your colleagues who aren't connected. Yes, Just it's a great them. way. I'm going to pick you up. Let's go. And it's, not, <laughs> it's not scary. It's a Google Doc, and sometimes it's just a board with Post-its. So <laughs> it's not technologically frightening. All right, well... Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to ixl.com slash B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.